Yes, James. Listen, James Crochet led the same. He wouldn't run the ball the way he he ran like tonight. Mm-hmm. Like a couple times, but he took off. If we're drafting all these players in the first round, spending money on these players, that like, and there is not much that teams are going to do when you're winning. Even if you ain't selling what I got to say, I can write and blow it up and sew it away. Congrats to Paris for Giants winning. I know you're happy. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to another edition of Ravens Online on Gatekeeper. I thank you all for joining me here. Uh, For all of you that stuck around during our live watch party, I appreciate you for doing so. I appreciate you for coming back. Now, listen, we had a tough loss. You know, it's, it's, it's something that I think most of us expected. It's not really surprising. It's not shocking. I know I'm not mad. I'm not upset. But... This is a place of healing. This is a safe space. It's a place where you can be you. Let your true feelings out and not worry about people judging you. Unless your name's Noah Driscoll. Just kidding, Noah. Um, Speak your mind. Let us know how you feel. But I am not alone. I am not alone. And thank you to all that are new here for joining this live stream. And make sure you hit the subscribe and like button. But, you know, as always, it's rivalry, Rivalry Week. And I had my man here. If you were on the other stream with us, you already know. I got my man, Suge Knight. Welcome back. I know he's What's a happy camper. He's, he's probably going to be a little bit more talkative than he was in the previous stream, you know, because he's been <laughs> Cause quiet. Because you, you had me stressing. That's why. But I'm, I'm not going to be as talkative as talking crap or anything because, um, you know, we didn't we didn't beat a Lamar, old, uh, Lamar Jackson uh, team. But. Um, some of these Ravens fans, some of the things they're saying right now, I just let's shake my head at. You know, it's it's crazy. You guys, you guys were playing. Per, the defense played okay, and the offense had its struggles. But right. you know, I'm, you know, it is what it is. You know, I'm just I'm glad to see my team pull out a victory. We're back to eight and eight, and if we can finish, we can finish nine and eight. You know, if we can get a win next week, I'm not really really worried about the playoffs. Right, it's not a thing, but. You know, I'd rather finish above 500 and just, uh, you know, work from there. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll break the game down more. But I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna bust you too bad because I know next week you gotta wear a Steelers shirt, and I'm gonna be happy for that. So, let's see, I gotta limit my streams. Oh, <laughs> I gotta limit my streams. Um, listen, uh oh, we got some, we got some new people in here. Jet Jackson has subscribed to the channel. Thank you for joining the Road Family. Appreciate you. Appreciate you for that. But listen, listen, I know y'all thought that uh, this was it. I thought you thought we were going to transfer or transition from one stream to the next stream. But we have a real surprise for y'all right now. You know, I know y'all thought it was a game. I know y'all thought it was a joke. You know, you, you heard the banter going back and forth. But we have another special guest on here. We got another guest to the stream. Welcome to the channel for the first time. Our number one patron. Yolanda B. How you doing, Yolanda? 
Oh, she might be muted. No, she's muted herself, if she is. Hello? Hi there. I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? <laughs> We're well, thank you. Appreciate you for joining the stream. Uh, is there anything that you would like to say to the people before we get started? Shug, I thought we were friends. I really did. And um, I just want you to know that you have been officially removed from the Christmas list. Oh, dang it. Hendo, you Darn were not on it to begin with. Okay, I was out. Okay. Well, then I was so, <laughs> but um, congrats to you, Shug. The best team won tonight. So, congrats to you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I don't. I will not say the best team won because you were missing one of your best players. Uh, and we're not talking about Owe. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, it was, it was, it, it had me, it had me stressed. Hendo had me stressed the whole game. Like he got, he had, he got under my skin real quick. I couldn't even enjoy the game because Hendo was just messing with me the whole time. So, right. But that's what he does. So I think, you know, we just kind of um, accept it and, and, you know, do the best we can. Whoa, 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 but, whoa. Um, this is not going to be a tack on Hendo hour. This is not. This is, this is not what we're here for. Yeah. yeah oh no, I was just agreeing with Shug. I mean, like you know, he made a valid point, and touche. I was in agreement with him. So I mean, no. Okay. Well, let's see who we have up in the stream. Bull seventeen. Thank you for stopping by. Happy New Year to you as well. Hope all is well with you and your family. Uh, we got Noah Driscoll in the house. I was picking with Noah earlier, but thank you for stopping by. And of course, I make the intros. For everybody, of course, they would be fired. No, I'm just kidding. What's going on, Brian? Thank you for stopping by. Appreciate you, bro. We got D Weezy back in the house. Uh, Mr. J the Six, thank you for tuning in. Ravens for life, my man LL. Appreciate you being here. All right, uh, lunch break hot take is back. Yes, we're trying to get these segments started early. You know, we got to prep her for what's to come in the future. Jake P, I appreciate you for dropping by, my man. Ryan, happy, <laughs> happy New Year's to you. Listen, fire Greg Roman. No, you do need to say more. Fire John Harbaugh. You take him, you cut the head of the snake off, the body goes with it. Mr. Galloway, my brother, my man. Listen, if you don't know, now you know. Check my man out and myself every Friday at noon on Electric Relaxation with Mr. Galloway. Dope content if you like hip-hop, especially old-school hip-hop. That's what we talk about. Uh, new episodes every Friday. Make sure you go and subscribe. Help my man hit that 100 subscriber mark. Let him get that custom URL, if they still do that type thing. But go subscribe. Attitude Pop, appreciate you for stopping by. Um, I remember when you first came through LBHT's, uh streams, we were like, who is this kid? Now you've grown up, got a job. Appreciate you for being here. But let us now jump into this Ravens content and uh, speak about what's going on. So as we all just sat here and watched the sad, sad showing, the Baltimore Ravens were defeated by the Pittsburgh Steelers 16 to 13 in a game that pretty much, as Sugar and I spoke, it played out the way I kind of said it would. Um, and speaking with and about the old Pittsburgh quarterbacks, especially Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I believe that's how he got started. I know Tommy Maddox got hurt and Big Ben came in as a rookie. And that's how he kind of made his mark. We would we we had much better defenses, but they always found a way to win in the end. Uh, Shug, if you could give me your thoughts on this game. <laughs> 
Um, well, you know, we talked about it uh, on Thursday when we did that stream, and I said the the key, which was the key to you guys winning last time, which was I thought the key to us winning this time was turnovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kenny had a couple of close calls. There was that tip pass that went through like three of your guys that could have been an interception, um, but but nobody capitalized that, and that was the main thing. I mean, there was just no turnovers. Kenny. He may have not. He may have not made the greatest plays. Maybe mm-hmm. missed some throws, things like that. But he didn't turn them all over. And then when it came to a big play, you know, JPP couldn't get get him down. And he makes really. I mean, you got to admit that that throw was really good. He led his receiver. He led his running back, um, and went right into his hands. And Najee made a great catch. And that and that, that was just a great play. I, I mean, you got to give it to him. He. JPP put pressure. He rolled out, made the pass, led him. Najee caught the ball, and that was just just a great play. And um, you know, he I said we were talking about it while streaming. Um, they were at the twenty, and I said if he's gonna if he if he wants to be a Steeler, not legend, but you know that guy that that fans are gonna are gonna love, he needs to drive them down the field, and he did. Made some great plays. You said it. There was he made the play to uh, to Fryer move down the middle, and then he made a play mm-hmm. right after that to Sims down the middle. Uh, right. Great throws, and the one to Fryer move. I think you if you go back and watch the, sh- the stream, you said it. You go, um, he goes. Damn, I thought that was going to be intercepted, and it was really close. Um, and so he made some great throws. He didn't make any turnovers like Mitch did. Right, um, and and you even said during the stream he didn't. He wasn't making the throws that Mitch made. Um, those real deep passes. He made a couple. Made a couple. When it but, counted. Yeah, when it counted. But it wasn't, you know, those those gunslinger throws. And that's okay for him right now. You know, he needs to build some confidence. Um, I think another difference in the game was Najee Harris. Najee Harris had 111 yards. Um, no touch, no no running touchdowns, but he had a passing touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jalen Warren has the game winning. Yards. The game winning. Yards. The game winning receiving touchdown. Yeah. So you're you're talking about he, we as a team we we ran for a hundred a hundred and eighty seven yards, um and and you guys were about one fifteen and I know I said this last time a little people got a little upset about it but I said even though you guys were running very well on us you guys weren't doing anything with it you weren't mm-hmm. scoring touchdowns, um you you can you you got the one touchdown toward the end of the half um on on a really bad flag uh but you guys still capitalized scored a touchdown. But right. other than that, you had you had you know two field goals, you know, Excellent. and field goals aren't going to always win the game, and, let, and you know, so um, I think, like I said, the difference was turnovers, and Huntley made a, a interception, late interception. You can't can't really um, call, say that was the reason why they lost the game, but um, you know, they just really couldn't move the ball. He, you know, he only had 130 yards, and your run game. Was was good. J.K. Dobbins was running. I know Yolanda was in there, <laughs> saying strong and hard, and she, you know, he was running really well. Um, but then, you know, Huntley was just made, uh, started making passes, and they just didn't do anything. You know, right. so, you know, at the end of the day, turnovers, turnover, not getting turnovers, and not turning the ball over was a was a big part of the game for for me. Thanks. Thanks. Shout out to my man, Dennis Buchanan. Appreciate you stopping through, bro. He says, uh, I swear to God, we better find Canada this year still. Yo, for, for sure, Canada needs to go. It, the offense just looks so – like, the running t- was good tonight. Kenny's throws were good. 
but the offensive scheme just is not what will work in the in the uh, NFL right now, and I think that that needs to change if you want the Steelers to be successful going forward. Um, like I said, I don't want them in the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Um, if we make it, we make it. It is what it is. But I would rather finish nine and eight, not in the playoffs, and say, okay, we were two or three games because I think the Jets game and the Pats game. If we if we just have won those, if we have won those games, we're now sitting at ten and six. Uh, going into the last game in a better spot mm-hmm. and you you take that and say okay we're, we're a couple of plays from being a better team in the playoff hunt now we just need to fill those pieces we're missing because you have i think you have the team now you got a quarterback that that has driven you in two consecutive weeks down the at the last, last end of the game down the field to score touchdowns to win the game you build off that you got a great receiving core you got Najee Harris running way better than he was in the, in the beginning of the year. Your O line, you need to just fix that up, bring in somebody uh, to to sure that up. And I think mm. you got a, a good a good team. So, you know, I think I think yeah, you we need to get rid of uh, Matt Canada to this point because I just don't see what he brings to the, as far as offensive scheme to our team. All right, Yolanda, your thoughts on the game? Um, I would say I like I was partially paying attention to the game because I largely had to defend myself against commentary in the chat. So I did miss a significant portion. I did DVR it. So I'll go back and watch. I will say that my main takeaway is that we miss Lamar and his stock continues to rise each time Huntley gets on the field. Not to say that Huntley is not a good quarterback, a backup quarterback, but, and I'm not going to take anything away from him. He is just not that guy. Um, and it shows clearly it's, and it's underscored every time he steps on the field. I will say that I was pleased with Mandrews today. I liked the version of him that we, that we watched. Um, we did have a few sightings that I was, that were surprising. Um, what's the guy's name? Andy Isabella. He made an mm-hmm. appearance for maybe, you know, half a second. And then I saw Prochet out there dawdling for a few times, a couple of times. He just he just continues to look lost to me. But um, I don't think that we can. I think we continually come to these games and we look unprepared. And that's a that's troubling. So I don't think that we're going to be able to just field goal our way into a Super Bowl. So unless we're able to correct these like issues on offense that are just seeming to be plaguing us. I don't, I don't see us doing anything. The defense toward the end just kind of like reiterated what they've done several games over. They just kind of like collapse and it's like an epic fail. So as much money as we forked out for them, I expect more. So you thought that we were a Super Bowl contender before Lamar went down? Oh gosh, no! Did I say that? No, 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 no. I'm just saying that, like, our offense cannot find a way to score, and that's problematic. And then, more importantly, like, even when we did have Lamar, we started like the season off pretty decent in terms of like our ability to score, but then we just, I don't know, we just t- dropped off, and it was like a lull for several weeks, and then. You know, I I don't know that we're ever going to to you know to do better than what we're doing as long as Roman is still here. So it goes back to one of the questions I asked earlier: When is Greg Roman getting fired? Because I think that is that is probably my biggest gripe. That I don't I think I see the same thing every single week. I'm like, and I I'm tired of looking for something different each game and then being 
you know, totally disappointed because I see the same exact pattern. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, I should have known that. Shame on me. We still have Greg Roman. So I can't expect anything more. So no, kudos to you, um, Shug and the Steeler Nation. Congrats on a win today. Why don't Enjoy we it. Man? Because we're coming we, for you next season. <laughs> why don't we fire the man that hired him? That's my question. Why do we not fire the man that hired him? Why do we got to fire Greg Roman? Listen, we don't have to fire Greg Roman. His contract is up after, after next week's game. Yeah, but they so extended him last year in the offseason. So what does that mean? They extended him for one year. Right. And they might extend him again this year. They might say, uh, well, we want to extend him another year. So, I mean, I'm, I'm fine with, you know, like parting ways with Harbaugh, too. Heck, if you want to like make it like a family affair, why don't we just clear the whole front office? And I'd be fine with that. I mean, there we go. We just start from like Sashi, who just got here. He's not doing a good enough job for me. So like he's just like I expected more from from Sashi Brown. He, I like um, whoa, 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 <laughs> I, I expect whoa. him to be a little bit more hands on. So. so did you see what he did in Cleveland? Did what I see what, what Sashi Brown did in Cleveland? Yeah, I did. I heard about it. I read about it. Yeah. Right. So my thing was, why would you think it would be any different when he came over here? This man. Oh, left I didn't. I don't. That's why I said he can go too. I mean, That's what I'm all saying. All of them. But you said all you expected. Them. You said you expected more. Um, I guess you know, like sometimes you just when you know better, you do better. And I guess I hold I held him to that standard. Like, okay, hey, everybody makes mistakes. I'll give this gentleman some grace. He, you know, messed up over there in. Um, in Cleveland, but he learned, right? He's going to come over here and he's going to not repeat the same things that he, you know, the same mistakes that he made before. Uh, okay. Well, so much for that. So that's why I say he can be on that bandwagon too, of like people that need to need to, you know, be fired yeah. as well or, or let go. Uh, well, you know, everyone already knows how I feel. Let them all go. They have <laughs> not done anything to impress me in the least bit. Listen, EDC, none of his draft picks have panned out. Tattle in the bomb looks like a good one. Hollywood Brown, I like Hollywood. He was decent for us. And they should, honestly, they should bring him back in the offseason. But these other picks, nothing. We have a punter in the fourth round. We had an injured tight end that made his first start in week 17. We had a second-round linebacker that everyone claims generational first-round talent. He's played for six snaps the whole season. Back, He's back to being a healthy scratch or unhealthy scratch, whatever he is now. Um, Harbaugh. Every game, he looks lost. Like they, the, I don't know why they pan the camera to him doing crucial situations because his mouth is always wide open. And he's just looking lost with his hands in the air. I told y'all last night, or the night before last, Saturday night, when it came to his brother, it runs in the family. Even even the Harbaugh's father is looking at them like, "What are y'all doing?" So, I just, you know, I expected more out of the talent base or the talent level that we had because we put so much money into one side of the team. And when it counts the most, they fold. They fold like Suge playing with a deck of cards. It just doesn't work out. And then everyone wants to say, well, the offense, the offense, the offense. Yes, the offense takes its part of the blame. But where do we put all our money at? Where do we put all our resources at? We put it all into the defense because we expect to win games defensively. What does your coach say? We are a running team. We run and we play defense. Well, apparently we run sometimes and we play defense when we feel like it. And it's just not working out for us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, but the but the, like I said, you when you when you run the ball, it's what you do with it. You gotta be able to score to be obvious, gotta be able to score touchdowns. And I know uh Big Reg 
uh, and so I forgot who was in there in the stream who was saying it, but Hamilton missed like four or five tackles. That would have would have would have would have um would have changed the game. There was there was you know I know the JPP were all making the joke he missed by a finger. We things like that. Yeah, <laughs> you all. I never said it. I never said it. I'm not you're laughing. You're laughing. Yeah, I was laughing. Um, but um, Hamilton, from what I saw, he, he missed uh, some plays in the backfield, ta- easy tackles. Um, <laughs> Jake. Uh, <laughs> watch the game. Then <laughs> the bar. Um, that's a, that's another uh, hardball. He gave a press conference talking about us at the end of the bar, talking about him and all that other stuff. Like we don't matter as fans. That's what that is. Probably that's how he feels. Um, yeah, I mean, he missed a lot of tackles, and this and this is was your, one of your high draft picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I I felt like the Ravens. You're right; they were running the ball very well, especially Dobbins was just killing us. And then they just go away from it in in the red zone, which doesn't it doesn't make any sense because that's where you should be running it the most, especially with Huntley, who who's not like you know Yolanda said is not that guy you know you know it's not that that guy that's going to make these plays in the in the end zone so you know you you got to run jk you got to and gus edwards i mean let me uh i had his stats up a second ago um three carries for two yards like hmm. you know i know and we know and uh you know Brodney was making the joke you know dobbins is running on one good leg so i mean why aren't you running gus edwards more you know and if they can't if they if they can't if the Steelers can't stop you running the ball, then just keep doing it. You know mm-hmm. you you don't really is Lamar. You got to remember, like Yolanda said, Lamar's not back there. So yeah, right. maybe in a, in a critical uh, in a in a, a long down situation, you have Huntley throw the ball. Um, but you 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 should just be running it, you know, and help and help uh help protect Huntley from himself. Um, you know, you were commenting when we were playing when we were watching the game. Uh, Mark Andrews decided to show up, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> from the third quarter on, he like disappeared again. You know, and, they, and you said Huntley, that's his read. Go to Mark Andrews and of not run, take off running. Didn't throw the ball to him in that fourth quarter. Um, I don't, I don't know. Didn't really see time of possession. I haven't looked at it yet. I haven't looked at a lot of the stats. Um, but AJ, you know, what's going on? Coming from a Steelers fan, I, I I'm happy. Like I said, I wanted to see Kenny, see what we could do, you know, in this kind of situation, driving down the field, get a touchdown, you know, and, you know, we he did it, and, and that's what, you know, I was happy about it. And as far as the Ravens go, yeah, man, it's going to be a tough, it's going to be a tough offseason because, you know, Lamar still isn't signed. Lamar, Lamar might go to another team, and then, like Jose has said, like you said, Hendo, like a lot of people said, what what are the Ravens going to do without Lamar? Because you see what they are without Lamar. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're playing a bad team, they might win a game. If they're playing a decent team, they might win a game. If they're playing a good team, they have no shot. So, what are they going to do if Lamar leaves? Is you know Huntley going to be your number one QB now? Are you going to draft one? Are you going to try to trade for one? Well, you know, what are you going to do? And is anybody going to want to come play for this team with who you have? You know, as far as an offense, mm-hmm. maybe offensive line, yeah. Pretty good, pretty good, decent offensive line. Um, but as far as uh, <laughs> offensive talent, 
Big Reg, Big Reg, I thought we were friends. I really did. I said, oh gosh, Big Reg and I, that's 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 my guy. And I just read your comment and I said, oh boy. Get away. <laughs> hilarious, sir. That is hilarious. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. You're good. You're good. I, I, right. I was, yeah. I was, I was yeah. my point. All right. So, so to my question to you, uh, Yolanda, do you think that um, Lamar is uh, playing a cat and mouse game with uh, the Ravens, kind of showing them, listen, you want to play with my money? I'm going to show you what I mean to this team, how much I'm a part of this offense and the identity of what goes on. I do not think so. And that is primarily because as I've watched and, um, I guess, gleaned about Lamar's personality over the mm-hmm. years and the upstanding man that he is, I don't think that that's in his DNA okay. to um, to play those types of games. I think he's a very straight up individual. He's going to tell you what he means and he's going to mean what he says. And so if he were physically able to play, I think he would play. I don't Think I think he knows his worth well enough to to say to the front office without having to say it. You all need me, and if you need an exhibit, exhibit A, Tyler Huntley, and then you just go down the list of all of the things that Tyler Huntley did not do well, and you compare that list to all of the things that Lamar does well. And so okay. I don't think that he needs to withhold or. Um, to you know, I don't think he needs to dangle a carrot, so to speak, in the faces of those at the front office because it's evident, it's clear what he means to the team, what he brings to this organization, and what he brings to the to the game of football itself. And to answer your question, D Weezy, we were friends. <laughs> were prior to the last stream, you were absolutely on my friend list. Now there's just a question mark. Just all of these vague threats, just pew, 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 everywhere. No, I just answered his question. I, he oh, asked a question, and I, I, he wanted to know, so I, I didn't want to be rude and not answer his question. So, okay. you know, we, we were. Okay, so for those of you that weren't a part of the last stream, what's going on is we decided, mm-hmm. listen, we are going to have more patron interaction. So if you are a patron of mine, you have an opportunity just like Yolanda be here to be a part of a stream. Now, being that Yolanda is one of the more popular patrons throughout the Ravens community because she supports everyone, you know, they said, hey, bump that. Let's just find a segment for Yolanda. And Brodney was like, hey, we're going to call it Yolanda B. Raven. And everybody was like, that is so clever. Double entendre. Amazing. Wow. And then, of course, Yolanda got offended for some reason. Don't know why. <laughs> Not going to speculate, but she got offended and thought that we were attacking her when all we wanted was more content. You know, we just wanted more time. I so didn't get did... offended. I'm not oh, going to say uh, that. <laughs> well, what are you going to say then? Well, what do you want to call it then? Oh, I will call it, how about... Oh. Put it in the chat. Let me know. Caught off guard versus no, no. offended. What do you guys think? You you guys think it was caught off guard? I'm going to go with that one. Oh, no. So my thing is, you can be caught off guard, but we can't be caught off guard 
while we're streaming. Like we're talking about a certain subject and we see the comments and then the comments says something about, hey, Saturday Night Shug, Rodney and the boys. Like we don't get caught off guard as well? Absolutely not because you have um, a history of knowledge that that is a topic that will likely be floated about during your streams. And I can give you an example. So if we want to take it back to one of Suge's streams that he did, oh, he okay. brought up the notion or the idea of, quote, hashtag hanging with Hendo. So therefore, you were put we on notice. We don't speak those words on, here. You were put on notice that hanging with Hendo was a thing or it was a possible thing. So therefore, in your future streams, you should not have been caught off guard or taken aback. We've not had any conversation, dialogue, or correspondence to the situation that like, oh, Yolanda is going to appear on your stream. So I wasn't offended. I was taken off guard. So but so, so basically what you're saying is when y'all keep talking this hashtag hang with Hendo and I keep telling y'all no, when y'all keep stream bullying me and I'm like, no, no, I'm offended. I'm hurt. Stop, please. And y'all like, no, you're going to do it. Saturday nights. Make it happen. And I'm like, please stop. Just a little guy. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, kind of like what happened tonight? <laughs> Not at all. Not with at all. Yolanda. Oh, okay. That was just a, that was just a suggestion. <laughs> Oh, that was different. Right. That was different. And this yeah, is and this I'm is sure. a reoccur and this is a reoccurring thing because this has been going on for weeks now. Every stream and you I've haven't done the hanging with Hendo. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So you gotta give the people what they want, right? Because hence the reason that you have me on here because you said that this is what the people wanted, right? Okay. So okay. if, okay. So, if so, that so. works for me, then it must apply to you. So, so if the people so. are asking for hanging with Hendo, and I do recall you putting a poll on your show, on your on your channel. Do you recall the results of that poll, Hendo? It's, it's still an ongoing poll. Uh, Do you know who's leading at the moment? I, because I'm at the not. present, the last time I checked, and if you want me to, I can check right now. Nah, you good, you good, you good, you good. Let me delete it real quick. Um, oh. <laughs> you good. But you missed, you missed the whole point of what I was saying. The point of what I was saying was, and you just said it yourself, give the people what they want. Apparently, <laughs> the people want Yolanda B. Raven. But now no, you're trying just to backtrack. No, to, that was to, no, that was no, no. literally just Broadney. That was Broadney. And okay, Broadney, so listen. I'm, I'm, I, you know what? You're, you're no longer on the Christmas list, Broadney, for that one. <laughs> so since we want to, since we want to do that, what we're gonna do is we're gonna put it in Twitter. I'm gonna put it on my community tab. So everybody vote yes or no if they want to see Yolanda B. Raven. Like she says, you got to give the people give the people what they want. You absolutely do that. You sure will. And I'll have plenty of commentary to guide all of the voters to make sure that they are knowledgeable before they cast their vote. You absolutely do it. I stand for it. I, I'm yeah. here for it. Do your thing. Watch the campaign that I run. <laughs> and should, listen, sugar ain't do it, but I'm going to say it. Old Man Games is back. Um, Practice. I don't have the. I don't have. The I know you say you're. Gonna, <laughs> all right, listen. Y'all got y'all got off track. So let's get back to this game. You know, we can talk about Yolanda B. Raven later. Um, that's a great Yolanda. You got to. That is. You have to admit. Though. You have to that's admit. A fire name though. <laughs> Come on. Even Chen Wu agrees. Fire name. Chen Wu, my fellow positivity. You cannot be siding with Brockney on that. No, you're supposed to be on my side. We love Oway, remember? He, he it's just listen. the two of us. We gotta stick together. He didn't, he didn't side with Brian. I just made it look that way. 
<laughs> that's why I flashed. That's why I flashed the comment up real quick. He didn't. Let me find the comment myself. You want the comment? This is the, this is the comment that Chemu put up. There you go. See, Chemu, drop a leave a comment. Let us know you are not in agreement with this Yolanda B. Raven thing that they're trying to establish. Let us know, Chenwu. See, he said no. No, he said, oh, my bad. He didn't say anything about no. What he meant to say was no. And so I was just helping you. Like, oh, that's yeah, right, Chenwu. Listen, listen, and we forgot in the midst of all this, one of the co-hosts of all of these shows, Mr. J to Six. Shout out to him. He's going to be the co-host of whatever we come up with. Whatever we come up with. It's just Saturday night. Saturday night. Yeah, she was. Um, it's a great segment. Yes. Thank you, Mr. J. Great, great segment. But back to the game. Oh, you there's Chen Wu's comment. Yeah, he don't disagree. All right, man. It's okay. None of us do. We all love it. All right, let's get back to the game. So, Yolanda, if you could, please, could you give me your offensive and defensive players of the game, if you have any? Um, Let's see. On offense, I'm gonna give it to I'm gonna give it to Mark Andrews. And the reason is I know he's come under flack, and rightfully so, because of how much he's getting paid and the fact that this season he's just been off. He's been missing his, you know, he's just not been consistently mm -hmm. showing up. Tonight I was pleasantly surprised and I was very um very pleased to see him resemble what I would think is a top-notch or a, a quality, I'll say that, um, tight end in the league. So I'm going to give that, I'm going to give that award to, to Mark Andrews. Okay. Defensive player of the game. Um, I don't know. None of them really stood out to me as, um, as, as one to watch. So, um, let me let me ponder that and, and and circle back if you if you please and then I'll, I might have an answer for you on that one. All right, should. Um, actually, I agree with Yolanda here. I I think uh, you know J.K. Dobbins would have gotten it, but Mark Andrews had nine receptions for hundred yards and 11.1 average. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I think I think you absolutely go with uh, Mark Andrews and what he was able to do tonight. Um. You know, like I said before, had J.K. Dobbins be able to turn those runs into touchdowns, I think the game's a little different, and you could probably give it to him, but he wasn't. And Mark Andrews was able to get open, um, but like I said, kind of disappeared in that in that third uh, in that third uh, uh, third quarter, the second part, and into the fourth quarter. And I say defensively, um, whew, I think you got to give it to um, I believe was. Was it Urban? Was it Urban? Urban? Yeah, he because he got the he got the the the, uh, the couple pass blocks, um, and a couple uh, a couple good stops down in the red zone. Um, you know the deep, defensive line. Nobody else was really doing much. I mean, you had Matabika get a sack. You had uh, uh, JPP get a sack. Um, so I, I I give it to Urban uh, Urban for me. All right. Um... Jeez. So for me, uh, I agree. Mark Andrews, listen, he had nine targets, nine catches. 100% he didn't have any drops, which he, like he normally does throughout the season, for 100 yards even. Um, but for me, I'm going to go with J.K. Dobbins. Unfortunately, this was the game that they chose to finally give J.K. more than 15 carries in the game. 
although it was 17, he normally gets around 13, 14. They cut him short, put him on the bench. Um, they let him run. He's running well. I think once he gets his wind and gets acclimated, reacclimated to being the main primary carrier through a full game, it'll be better. But I think he ran hard. Uh, what's going on, Coach? What up, shout Coach? Out, shout out Sip to Tally Films. Listen, tonight, 9 p.m., Ravens Roundtable on Sip to Tally Films. Myself, Coach Evans, uh, Jose and Brodney, Lunch Break Hot Take, Open Mic with OTR Mike, and Chris just joking. Make sure y'all come check us out. Uh, defensively, uh, everybody's kind of lost and stuck on this defensive performance because – Hmm. Nobody really stuck out. Um, Yolanda, she passed until she can come up with something reasonable, I guess. Brodney said Brent Urban is theirs, but I'm going to take this differently. I mean, that my name's Shug, but sure. Chiggerton. What would I call you? Brodney. I'm sorry. Just, just I was I was reading his name. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, no, no am I am I am I am I that negative tonight? No, man, I apologize. I was reading his name. But so for my defensive play player of the game, he only had one. He had one tackle. James Prochet on special teams. <laughs> I'm going with James Prochet. He's the only one worth his weight in salt because if we start putting salaries next to production, I guess for this one game, it's about right. Because the rest of the dudes, I mean, listen, we have that high price defense. Um, nobody really stood out. Kyle Hamilton, he was flying around. He had some tackles. Uh, Brandon Stevens. He covered a little bit better, um, but listen, when we needed to stop the most, we couldn't get it. When we needed guys to make tackles, they missed them, as always, as always. So, you know, I'm going to crochet. Yeah, sure. So how about you, Yolanda? Have you, uh, have, you, <laughs> have you found someone? I did. I did. And um, Chen Wu alluded to it in his comment, which was spot on. Um. Chen Wu said that Owe was giving it his all out there. And I will say, I'm not going to give him the award of defensive player of the game, but I will say at least this game, he didn't get pummeled like he did the you last want, time. You want to put the, the background on? game against the Falcons. You want me to put the background so, on real quick? I'm sorry? Do you want me to put the background on real quick? Oh, no, thanks. Thank you oh. for that. But but no, thank you. Thank you so much. Okay. But um, he at least stayed upright. From what I saw, he did, and so that's a plus. Um, I, I don't know what you mean, Rodney. Don't don't you dare. Don't you make OA your player of the defensive player of the game? That's what he's saying. <laughs> I said, but I said I'm not going to give him that award. But I am going to acknowledge right improvement, yes. incremental improvement, and that's what I said. I, I I did indicate I'm not here to give him you know the award, but I am going to recognize that last week this time. He was lying on the ground more than he was upright. So at least in this game, there was improvement in that area. So to that end, kudos to you, Owe. You still haven't named your defensive player of the game. I don't have one. I don't have one. None of them wowed me. Like so, I, I unfortunately, I I'm gonna pass. It just you know, I'm gonna skip. Wow, we had a pass. All right, listen. So if you would like to be like Yolanda and possibly get an opportunity to be on the stream, join the Patreon, become a patron, get the benefits of this, of being in a stream and ignoring the questions totally and just making a segment about what you want to make it about or big up in a player that you feel deserves props that doesn't do anything during games because that's what patrons do. 
they do what they want to do. You know, I've lost control. Brian, you're right. I've lost control. Like, she really took that sudden to big up OA. And he did absolutely smurfly nothing. <sighs> oh, did Patrick Queen play? Did he play? Did y'all see Patrick Queen play? Rokon Smith got scored on. Patrick Queen had six tackles. I honestly did not see that dude play. And I asked Brian, I said, did Queen play? Did anybody see him? Did Marlon Humphrey play? I didn't see him either. Are you ignoring me now, Yolanda? I was trying to hold it in, but um, <laughs> no, I did not. I, I didn't. And I mentioned that earlier, but that's not to say he did or he did not. That is simply to say that, and I, I'll say it again, I had to spend a large portion of the game defending myself against commentary that was taking place <laughs> during the stream. So there might have been portions of the game that I just did not see. So I can't answer that with any manner of certainty or definitiveness as, as to whether Queen was was out there and whether he was good or not. I don't know. Uh, you know what? I believe her. <laughs> the way she just put that. Wasn't that a compelling argument? Oh, that, <laughs> that was, was a good. great argument. That was oh, a great listen. argument. Listen, I'm not <laughs> trying to. I would have fumbled all of that. I would have been like, I don't you know. see? <laughs> listen, I'm not putting nobody business out there, but somebody, you know, they do certain things, you know, and they have experience doing stuff. So I'm just, you know, I don't believe anything people say because, so, you know, some people are. are Authentic car salesman, you know they practice public speaking for a living. They oh practice. yeah, I, I'm not a car salesman, so I wouldn't know what you're. I, I wouldn't know what you're talking about. I don't want to put I, your business out there, but you, but you already know what I mean. You I take I mean? your point. You know, what I mean, some people were were in a debate club in school, and they love to debate with people. How did you like being in the debate club? It didn't bother me because I stopped listening to the point because you weren't defending yourself. You were just sitting there complaining about, oh no. Poor me. Why do y'all want to big up me? Uh... Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yep. I like, I like, uh, yeah. Coach, coach did have a great Boy. stream tonight. I did have him up on my other screen. I didn't have him. I, I didn't have uh, audio, but I did have coach on and um, great stream coach. Uh, yeah. The block somebody. Yeah. He said he had to block somebody, but he was doing afterwards. He was doing a uh, call in show, which he does which that amazing. Yeah. I need, to, I need to get with him on that because I want to do something like that eventually. But yeah, great stream, uh, Coach. Uh, yeah, Jabu, where's he at? And then let's talk about George Pickens. Here we go. Here we go. And that disrespectful AI step over <laughs> where a flag should have been thrown. He disrespected him. <laughs> that was, ooh, that was, that was wrong. Do you think that, do you think that warranted a flag, Yolanda? That was probably one of those um, portions of the game that I missed uh, because I was, no, I, I mean, I saw bits and pieces, but I didn't see like the whole thing. So I, I, and I, I did hear a lot of the, um, I saw the chat when the flag was thrown. So, I mean, no, no, no. it wasn't, a flag was not thrown. I'm just, when you rewatch the game, watch how George Pickens caught the ball and then stepped over Brandon Stevens. Yeah, mm. disrespectful. People were saying, "Oh, that's the, the flag. That's taunting." Right? right. No, there was no flag. Why should there have been? You because of have... what you just said—that it was taunting. It he was shouldn't taunting. have stepped over him. That was rude. That wasn't yeah. polite. He had to get like the way that they were positioned. He had to step over him. He just didn't have to look down at him when he did it. Exactly. <laughs> but, so that was unsportsmanlike. 
but you get paid to stop me from catching balls. If you just stop me from catching that ball, we wouldn't have this situation right now. And that was and that was a great out after you do it. I mean, yeah, you have yeah. your make boy Steven. Hold up, I'm a pay. I'm a pay. Steven Steven yeah. made a stop on Pickens and started dancing. So come on, didn't he? Didn't yeah, he? I he, was, he was. He was. He was. Oh, knees, yeah, knees, I wanted knees. to tell him to sit down and, and and don't do that. And then like the next play, I think he got roasted. I think or something. <laughs> a couple of plays later, it was like, okay, no, you should, you should not, you should have known better. Jose, Jose, we don't snitch. Don't do that. We don't snitch. <laughs> <laughs> but to your point, to your to your point, Yolanda, yes, they get paid to entertain. That is their mm-hmm. job, entertainment, and that is entertaining to some fans. Oh. <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't. I, yeah, I hear you. And and you know, teach That's why he was dancing. That's why he was dancing, Brody. That's not why he was dancing. <laughs> yeah, no, literally just right. That catch though by Pickens, man. Woo. Yeah, Pickens is so amazing. nice. Yeah, Pickens is yeah, nice. I, but y'all wanted a jabo, so <laughs> I did not. I, I, you, I when, still I question. You, when I say you, I don't mean you in here. I mean you in the Ravenverse. I just question why the Ravens constantly select or pick or have talks with injured players. Because I, 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 that that just baffles me, especially when there are available players that you know could contribute. Because, because we like to be the smartest people in the room, or we like to appear to be the smartest people in the room. When we selected Kyle Hamilton, it was, oh, look at EDC and the Ravens fleece in the NFL. They've done it again. Look how smart they are getting the top five pick at number 14. Then with David Ajabo, oh my gosh, in the second round, they got this top 15 talent in the second round. Look how smart they are. Oh, my gosh. Travis Jones in the third round, he's got first-round potential. Look how smart they are. So it's always about trying to be the smartest person in the room. It's not actually about being the best evaluator of talent. I've said this before. The Ravens have said time and time again, we are a height, weight, speed team. That is what we evaluate when we go to the combine, when we bring in free agents, when we try to pick players, this is what we look for. You never in your life will ever hear the Baltimore Ravens in their front office say, we are looking for people that can play. We're looking for talented players. No, they want somebody that's tall, that's fast, and has some weight on him. So trying to be the smartest people in the room is what we always want to appear to be. But in retrospect, what ends up happening is we always get the wrong person. Because like you said, we end up drafting injured people. Not only Ajabo, um, Charlie Kolar, like we keep getting dues. And then nobody wants to be here. So that's why uh, Batty left and went somewhere else. All right. Next topic is going to be Yolanda. Give me your good, bad, and ugly of the game. <laughs> be interesting. Um, the good is that we at least won. Uh, we at least won one of the games with the Steelers. So that's okay. the good part. That you, this was not a sweep. So at least we were able to squeak out a win earlier in the season. Okay. Um, not a whole lot was good about this game to me, this this particular game. Um, it was kind of like a snooze fest for the most part. And like up until the very end when the defense just decided that they were going to be out to lunch mm-hmm. and they just refused to, you know, to show up in a meaningful way. It really wasn't 
that all that entertaining. Um, the bad, I would say, is um, the fact that we just never seem to be, we don't look like a prepared team. And that's, to me, if you're talking about success at any level, and it's not just NFL, it's, it can be personal life, it can be professional, your level of preparedness is very important. And the fact that week after week, we just look like an unprepared team. Like I know they have practiced during the week. I mean, I see the pressers, I see the guys out there. I know that they are practicing, but why doesn't that translate into the actual game? That would make more sense to me than watching a team that looks like they have done nothing all week. Like they've been on vacation and they just like showed up on a Sunday. Um, the ugly I would say is the fact that we cannot, ever have a lead in the fourth quarter and feel as though our team is going to be victorious. Every single time we have a lead, I don't care how many points we are up ahead. Every time we have a lead, I'm still very nervous. And unless and until that clock hits zero at the end of the fourth quarter, I'm not comfortable with this team. I'm not confident in this team's ability to be able to be successful. So I think that's really, really the ugly for me. <laughs> and JP says the ugly has to be the fact that NBC flexes game and we're all up late now. Amen Excellent. to that. Agreed. We could have been doing this. We could have been, been, been doing this stream at like six. <laughs> we right. And been over and done and, and during the eye night. But uh, go ahead, uh, Suge, let me know you're good and bad and ugly. Takes from this game, yeah. please. I'll start with the ugly. I, I have to say it's the coaching. I mean, you you're up ten points, um, and you're running all over the Steelers. Why do you stop running the ball and put the ball in Huntley's hand? Um, and you and there was a point where um, Hill ran the ball back to the thirty nine. You're on the other side of the field on a kickoff, right. and getting no points. Um, get no points out of that. Uh, the bad, I'd have to say, I would have to say, uh, obviously, the Lamar situation. Because like like Yolanda said, Huntley's, you see what you guys are with Huntley, and it ain't good. Um, and I think that that's, makes things worse in re, uh, re-signing Lamar because he doesn't have to say anything. You know, look at the team now, last year and this year, without me, you guys are not good. Therefore, you got to pay me. So mm-hmm. I think that's the bad. I think the good that came out of this game is the fact that we have Yolanda B. raving and Yolanda here. You know, oh, okay. I think, I think that's what's, what the good is. I like how you spun it. You know, so I think I think that's a that's a great thing to come out of this game. Yeah, I like Yolanda that. Yolanda B. raving. Oh, that's so kind of you. Wow, that is very heartfelt for my one and only, let me repeat, my one and only time being on this show or any other show. So thank you so much for that. I I, I feel that. No, 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 no. You're going to be on Tuesday. I'm sending you the link. Remember that. And then whenever OTL Mike is, and then next Sunday, well, you know, get used to it. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're going to start like Rodney, just doing streams. You get it. Oh, just we go. Them. And oh, then listen. Yeah. Then we got the offseason, so, you know, we got to make up stuff to do because we can't keep talking about the Ravens all offseason. It's not going to be a whole lot. So, you know, we're just getting the people used to you, getting them comfortable. Um, I don't know if even if even she needs to come on the show with us. We may be able to just make her own show, Yolanda B. Raven. Like, it doesn't have to be a part of anything. It can stand on its own merit. She can have her own show, do what she wants to do. Listen, 
we can flip it however you want. But anywho, back to the Where game. are my friends in the chat? If you are here and you are one of the Yolanda friends, if you can just go ahead and leave a comment really quickly to say that you are anti what Suge and um, the propaganda from Suge and, and Hendo. And, um, leave a quick message in here, and I, I'd really appreciate it, guys. Thanks. Yeah. Even Bradley says, you're about to be a star. Star. Like, yeah. We're about to make you a star, even though you already are one. Uh, Chen Wu says, Hobbs will motivate our guys to the playoffs. How? If he can't motivate us to win a division title, he can't motivate us for a Sunday night game where we're the only game on right now against a division rival at home. If he can't motivate us for something as simple as this, how is he going to motivate us for the playoffs? Has he motivated us for the playoffs over the last four years? He has not because we've done nothing. But, you know, we love the positivity, Chen Wu. You just be wrong about a lot of stuff. <clears throat> so for my uh, my good, bad, and ugly – um, the good is people are starting to see this team for what it really is, not a contender. You know, all season long I've been hearing, oh, we're Super Bowl contenders. We can do this. We can run our way to the Super Bowl. I said when the season started, when, when I did my pregame, uh, my preseason show, I said, listen, we're going to be a 10 and 17. That's my prediction. If I got to bring it up. I will, and I'll make a video about it. But I said this team was going to be 10 and 7, and everybody said, you're crazy. We just got an A++++++ draft. We got all these number one picks through, through seven rounds, and we're about to turn the football world upside down. I said this team is going to be one and done in the playoffs, and everybody said, you're crazy. You're a hater. I said, okay, we'll see. But I just think that the good is we've all come to the realization now that we are not as good as we once thought we were. Um, the bad, the bad has to be Ravens fans deciding that they're gonna come big up defensive players that aren't doing a darn thing, that haven't done a darn thing throughout the season, but they want to give them props anyway and defend them. Listen, I applaud you for being such a loyal fan. I applaud you for sticking by the players that you like. But in retrospect, in, in all truthfulness. A lot of these guys aren't good. Just because they were drafted in the first round does not mean that they were first-round talent. Just because they're playing better than they were playing at the beginning of the year doesn't mean that they are living up to expectations. It just means we are saddled with mediocrity, and we're happy with that around here. If, if dudes play media, mediocre, we're good. I don't care if you were a top-five pick in the draft. You have mediocre stats. You're doing your thing. Um, the ugly, The ugly is probably, for me, going to be after the stream, once I watched the Baltimore Ravens press conference and I hear John Harbaugh spew the same nonsense that he does week in and week out after every win, after every loss, year after year, and Ravens fans just num, 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 num. they eat it up and say, oh, Harbaugh said we're going to do better, we're going to coach better, we're going to play better. So this team has to be better. So for me, that is the ugly, and I just can't wait for this season to be over to find out how the world turns in Lamar Jackson's world and see where he's going because Lamar Jackson does dictate the future of this channel. <laughs> Facts. Facts. And, at, and you got, look at Yolanda, you got people in the chat saying, I am pro Yolanda, joining y'all. No more two-hour streams. We need a three-hour stream minimum with Yolanda. Yolanda, you're already we were, a star. We were going to gloss up. We were going to gloss over those comments and just move right on to the next portion of the show. No, 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 What's going on, Emphasis? Thank you, Emphasis. Thank you, Emphasis, for joining this program. Now, you know, 
sometimes when you sit there and you run your mouth, it backfires on you. When you sit there and you know you you get up on stage, you be like, "Yo, my people, if you with me, where you at?" Thinking there's nobody around. Where are you? There's always somebody around. Oh, they're here because we see them. They're sitting there. I'm pro Yolanda. Go get go. You go, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Like they sitting up there rooting for you. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? They Mm -hmm. sit there rooting for you. So you, you know, Yolanda, B, it's up to you how you want to do this. If you want to be segmented and be a part of somebody's show, or if you want to do your own thing and just branch off and be the star that you are, K Solo. You I'll, let me you let me know what you want to do. I'll tell you what, I'll have my people call your people. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it that way. <laughs> nah, we're here now. Like you always like you've been saying throughout this whole stream. Get the people what they want because they want to know what you want to do. You know, we listen, this this is a football program, but we're here for life. We're here for other things. We're here to talk about anything that we so choose. And this and is a safe space, Yolanda. It's a it's safe okay. space. Oh, that's so nice. That's so kind. I really, really appreciate it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, I'm going to mull over my, my options. And then I will make sure that I, you know, business hours, Monday through Friday, between nine and five. This is YouTube. We don't operate like that. There are, <laughs> no, there, are no, there are no business. There are no business hours when it comes to YouTube. Like this is, that's the old guard. Like we don't have a TV program that comes on from a time to a certain time. This is where we control the narrative of what we want to do, how we want to do it, how long we want to go with it. So, you know, so, you know, I'm sure. Let's see. I tell you what. Not Wednesday. Rodney. That's always a thing. Rodney just made up, brought up a good point. He heard, you know, um, that there was an opening on Saturdays. And so to that point, Rodney, I really believed and correct me if I'm wrong, that the Saturday segment was hanging with Hendo. It wasn't. So that segment is already booked. And so I don't I don't want to step on toes Mm-mm. and I don't want to overstep, <laughs> you know, because I, I, I believe in staying in my lane. That's so that pedicle is good. He's already you know solidified. I'm not gonna take over. So so listen. So you, thanks so, so much. Oh, for that I love it. I so love y'all it. y'all notice y'all notice out there every time she starts talking nonsense, her audio goes out. Y'all <laughs> notice that right? I noticed it. I noticed it. But let's move on since you know she wants to be like that. All right. So this part, this segment is going to be pretty hard. I don't know if it's really, but I'm sure somebody's going to have one person. So this is going to be our rises and fallers section. Um, Name any players that you feel uh, throughout the game, throughout the season. It doesn't matter who you feel like. It should for you. It could be for somebody on your team. It does not have to be on the Ravens that you feel has either elevated their play or have declined in play since the season started. Yeah, I mean, as far as the Steelers go, obviously Kenny Pickett. Uh, and George and George Pickens, they they've come up really big in games, and especially in the last six, uh, you've gone from two and six to six and two over that span. Mm-hmm. That that's that's awesome, and um, I really feel like uh, Kenny has really really developed. And like I said, he took that step. Now we're gonna see next year if he can take that next step. And obviously, George Pickens is just a menace. I love everything he's doing. Um, as far as the Ravens, Ravens, as far as risers, I think J.K. Dobbins, man. I mean, B has said it. He's running on one leg, and he's still getting almost 100 yards. Uh, imagine if he had two good legs. Um, so J.K. Dobbins. I think fallers for me, as far as um, 
the Ravens would go. Right. Um, I would I would have to say Kyle Hamilton. You know, Ooh. he just doesn't look Ooh. like a four a four. Uh, he was fourteenth, right? Fourteenth. Doesn't look like it. He doesn't look like it. He just he's just not missing tackles out of position sometimes. Uh, I just doesn't look like it. Um, and as far as the Steelers as fallers, um, I say I say Deontay Johnson. He has a, he doesn't have a touchdown this year for the Steelers, and he and it was the guy that you guys just signed, uh, resigned, uh, giving him a big contract and no touchdowns. Um, so that you know that's that's a, fo- a follow for me as far as the Steelers. All right. How about you, Yolanda? My riser of the game is going to be Lamar Jackson. Because every time we witness the woes of Tyler Huntley, I just think that his stock, his worth, all of that, his price tag significantly increases. So um, if there was a doubt in the Ravens' front office mind as to like the significance or the importance of having Lamar on the team, their doubts have been staved, so to speak, because we can clearly see that with Tyler Huntley, the job just does not get done. It gets done to a degree, but it just doesn't get done to the level and the intensity uh, that it does with with Lamar. So he's going to definitely be my riser. Faller of the game, I'm going to just say the whole defense really mm. and I say that because no one no one stood out to me. I didn't see a player on defense who consistently from start to finish. And I don't mean to say that there were not sporadic moments where one player had a a good play or they did something remarkably well. That's great. What I'm looking for as a fan, I'm looking for sustained ability. I'm not looking for the periodic episodic moments of greatness. No, I want to know, can you go out there and play the entire game? I don't care how long the defense has to be on the field. And I get it that, hey, our offense just keeps the defense on the field because they just can't seem to to keep the ball long-term. But I understand they look lackluster, especially for the amount of money that we've paid or invested into this team, into this side is going to be the defense as a whole. And when I say the defense, let's go ahead and add Mike McDonald to that list as well. So yeah, he's he's definitely a part of that. Um, so. Okay. So, you know, to your point, um, when people keep saying, oh my gosh, you know, the offense just keeps getting off the field and, and the defense, you know, has to play longer. Well, my rebuttal to that is, isn't that why we have so much depth? Isn't that what the people cry all the time? Oh, EDC builds so much depth on this defense. Oh, the depth, the depth, the depth. Should that depth come in during those times when their players get tired? Shouldn't we be able to rotate people in and out for that fact? We should be, but I don't think the depth depth that we have is impactful because that would seemingly be the only plausible reason as to why the depth doesn't come in and give the, the primary relief. Hey, there's something wrong with the depth that we have. They're not yeah. going to be able to stand against this opposing team. And whoever that opposing team is in today, it just happened to be the, the Steelers. But more importantly, that depth, they're not coming in for a reason. So for me, in my, in my, in my eyes, I'm just thinking, okay, well, they're just not, they're not it. 
All right, we got another donation from Brodney. Appreciate you, bruh. We got a $10 tip saying, great stream. Thank you for joining Yolanda. Can't wait to hear more from you. Right. She is already right. a star. Brodney? Already a star. Brodney, I have a 30-day refund on the birthday gift I bought you. And I think I might just have to take that back within that 30 day window. Wow. <laughs> wow. Big Ray says, Oh, it can't be a fall. He actually was able to stand up this week. <laughs> Hilarious. All right. So for That's me. That's right. That's right. That's right, Big Reg. He stood up. He was upright this week, and that was a good thing. So that's noteworthy. For once. Uh, for me, my risers and fallers. Uh, Jeez, riser in this game. Um, did we really have anything uh, to be positive about in this game? That's uh, a Dobbins. Okay. Um, Jesus. My riser, if I have one, would have to be JK. I mean, we don't have much else on, on this team to really be proud of. Um, and to your point, Yolanda, and somebody else said in the chat, Rise is Lamar Jackson. Like, he's making a point without making a point. Um, he's done things his own way. He's followed his own path, and he's going to come out making more money, whether it's with the Ravens or with his, with whether it's with another team. I know um, Noah said Miami, Broadney thinks Carolina. It doesn't matter. Lamar's going to go ahead and get 250 300 mil guarantee from some team. Um, the fallers, the fallers for me are going to have to be Eric DaCosta's 2022 NFL draft. Um, aside from Tyler Lindenbaum, none of these guys are actually moving the needle for me. None of these guys are making plays to win us games. They made mistakes to help us lose games. They've literally done nothing to help us get by. Um, another faller for me is John Harbaugh. I believe he is slowly but surely losing his team. Like, I think he's losing the locker room because with any situation, coaches' messages get stale. After a while, they get tired of hearing the same thing, the same speeches, the same tone. Um, they need a new voice in the building. And then when you're losing, and you're losing in the same fashions that you have over time, and you're not making any corrections, I think the team is like, look, we're better off without you. Um, you keep bringing in these dead offensive coordinators. You keep bringing in these – Defensive coordinators that stick to the Raven style and they can't be um, authentically themselves as coaches. Um, I don't know why, because Harbaugh cannot oversee offense, nor can he oversee defense. Uh, I just think Harbaugh is the biggest follower of all. And, oh, I got my riser. I'm sorry. It just hit me. My riser is the seat in Greg Roman's office. It is rising to a temperature. It is rising to a temperature that he will not be able to sit on much longer. So, yeah, that's my rises and my falls. Ah, all right, y'all. We have been in here for an hour and seven minutes. I appreciate each and every one of you that stood by with us. If you are new here, once again, thank you for stopping by. Make sure you subscribe, hit that like button, comment, share this video with others. Um, also. Even if you've been here before, make sure you go over to the audio side of things. Wherever you find your audio podcast, I am now there. I'm out here. Make sure you go out there and, and, and like it. Make sure you give it five stars and help boost me up. 
my ratings keep going up in good pods. Like one one week, I'm in the top five. Next week, bottom one hundred. I mean, now that you got Yolanda, you're gonna be you're gonna be number one. Son, I think once they hit, once somebody listens to this and they like, oh, I see we got an extra voice up in the house. I'm about to shoot up, and I'm sure they're gonna listen to it multiple times because they need to find out who she is and where they can find her. Now, for they my can't audio find me. I'm not searchable. Now, for my audio podcast listeners, listen, you can't find her now, but you will be in the future. We're gonna make sure. Yolanda B. Raven comes to an audio podcast near you. Not only are we going visual, we're going audio. We will be here for your audible pleasures, your visual pleasures. We got it all. Yolanda B. Raven. Will she be raving about sports? I don't know. Will she be raving about fashion? Eh, who's to say? But we're going to give you that content that you need. So we have elaborated on this game enough. Now we are going to the remittance portions of the show. This is where the people on the panel or the people in the chat, we can talk about anything that your heart desires. You are now rocking with the best. So tell us what you got on your mind. It don't have to be sports. It can be anything. It can be life. Whatever you want to talk about. It could be Yolanda B. Raven. We can beat that dead horse. Whatever you want to talk about in the chat, on the panel, let's go. But this is time because once I get to this portion, I get real excited and I'll be ready to go. So, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I just I just want to thank Yolanda for coming on. Man. It's just it's been awesome. She's she's well spoken, great. She's amazing. Like I think she's about to take my spot on this on this panel now. Uh, I think I'm I think I'm done in uh, uh, Ravens Online on Gatekeeper uh, streams now. I think you should have Yolanda on all the time. You know, Shook, that's, that's very, very kind of you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate the, the thoughtful words, but the answer is no. And you, wow. have, there's no one that can take your place. So oh. you are going For to. Sure there is. Oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So no, we, we won't. We won't right. hear that. Shug is emotional and Yolanda is zesty. So, you know. <laughs> Fired on his day off. <laughs> no, nobody is fired. Is nobody to be fired? First of all, first of all, for listen, LBHT crew, patrons, whatever y'all already know. This 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 show right here is open. It's an open place. Like y'all come on whenever y'all feel like. It's no fired. It's no hired. If you want to be on here, if you got something to say, well, I'm sorry. If you if you have something real to say, not just come on here and talk no BS. Because some sometimes. Y'all just be saying some things, and I just sit there like, oh, wow. Um, y'all come oh, on. I do have a real question, though. Uh, Yolanda, how's it feel to be a star now? Facts. Oh, I wouldn't know. I am i haven't reached stardom, and that's okay. not really one of my aspirations. So that's I'm comfortable. Day. I'm comfortable going to work every day um, in my lane, which does not equate, nor does it cross over. There's no... Um, I guess causal connection between Yolanda and Star. Yolanda doesn't do that, so I, I really don't know to answer your question. Okay, y'all. So but just, you can tell just, me though, because you are just, a star. Just to let y'all listen, just to let y'all know, basically what Yolanda's telling y'all is she puts her pants on one leg at a time, like everybody else. She puts a shoe on one shoe at a time, one foot at a time. Um, she's just like us. This is what she's telling us. No need to, to get all starstruck. No get, need to get tongue tied. She's one of us. This is what she's really saying to y'all. You know, and, and Bradley and Bradley said it best. Some are chosen. Exactly. Like, listen, some are called, some are chosen. 
and we can't help where we're destined to go. Like things happen for a reason. You were you came on this stream for a reason. Whether you wanted it to lead to other things or not, you know, sometimes things snowball. And right now, you know, you're the hot topic. Like you are the bee's knees. You are Very much. what's popping. So, hey, take it for what it is and, you know, we'll move forward in the future. Thanks. God's playing. I'm going to reserve my comment, Terry, and uh, just not, but but okay. All right. Oh, this is a good one. Attitude Pop says, should Tua Tagovailoa retire? Uh, oh, that's a had, great question. That's a great he's, one. He's had several concussions this year, probably mm -hmm. some that he has not even spoken about. Um, so how do y'all feel? Do y'all feel like he should just sit out the rest of the year, try to come back next year, or should he just call it a career? I think you should sit out for the rest of the year and get evaluated next year. Um, because we had this conversation last week because uh, Kenny has been in concussion protocol twice already this year. And I said, if he got into a third one, uh, he definitely should, he would probably have to sit out for the rest of the year and seek uh, seek an evaluation because it's not like two is getting hit and having these concussion protocols. And, you know, it's like on the borderline or, you know, you can, you know, we don't, it's like where it's not as bad. We've literally seen him on the field knocked out with his hands in a stiff position, his body in a stiff position. Mm -hmm. And the last time he, that he was on the field, he, he, you know, he got taken to the ground. It wasn't even like a slam or a bad, you know, helmet to helmet hit or anything like that. It was a simple tackle and he's getting concussions. So I think it would, I think it would be best for him to sit out for the rest of the year get reevaluated next year and make that decision of if he wants to play or if he wants to uh, retire, because he, it's just, I, I don't want to see something happen to him. Um, especially, and like I said, three concussions in one year. Um, and they've been bad, visibly bad, visually bad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think he needs, I need, I need, he needs to think about himself in his family first. Yolanda. I agree. I think, while the sport is is wonderful and it's thrilling and it's exhilarating and and for him for Tua it is his livelihood, um, taking care of himself and, and and his health matters, and though it might be a difficult decision for he for him to make the decision should be his to make alone, um, after a you know sufficient consult with um, neurospecialist and uh, whatever his medical team recommend. But I, I do think that the more he is put out there at risk, I'm looking at and considering long-term consequences and how it will affect him 10 years from now, 15, 20 years from now. And so the ramifications or repercussions of, of multiple concussions in one season is, you know, it's, it's, um, it's unfathomable. So mm -hmm. I would, if I were his, um, if I were offering wise counsel to him, I would definitely recommend that he uh, take a hard look at and and decide for himself: Is it worth it? Is it worth me losing a part of myself for the game? And so, nice. yeah, I believe that he should retire immediately, or at least after the season, just stay out the last game, retire, because you have to look at it like this. Like Shook said, and we've talked about before, that last concussion that he got. Routine play. 
It wasn't nothing emphatic. It wasn't anything out of the way. So you have to realize every time that that man gets a concussion, it makes him more susceptible to get another one. So even after his, let's say after his playing days are over and he's at home and I know that I'm, and listen, this happens to me all the time. I'm going somewhere. I'm moving around. I'll hit my head on something. Or I'm sitting somewhere looking for something on the table. Oh, bam, hit my head. Now he's got a concussion just from doing things at home. And you never know when that one concussion is going to take you out. Um, listen, I know they're gladiators. They had that gladiator mentality. They want to they want to win. They want to prove their manhood. Because sometimes in the world of sports, especially football, these players want to prove how tough they are, how manly they are, um, how many injuries they can overcome or what they can play through. But we've seen from the past, and there, were, there have been, a, I can't remember the guy from the Pittsburgh Steelers. He shot himself. Um, he had CTE really bad. From the and, Steelers? You mean Kansas City? No, from the Steelers. I can't remember his name. Um, damn it, Bronny. Um, But yes, he's not the only one. Uh, Junior Seau. He took his own life. Like CTE is real. That's why we see a lot of these players nowadays retiring after one or two seasons. I mean, uh, Luke Keekley retired. He's at the top of his game. He could have probably he could have gone down as one of the best linebackers ever. Uh, Patrick Willis, the kid Borland from San Francisco, he retired after his rookie season. Um, I think he only made like three hundred seventy thousand dollars, and he said, "You know what? My health is a little bit more important than his money." Yes, Dave Dorson, Dave Dorson from the Chicago Bears, like. This stuff is real, and I think that we don't even have the slightest clue or, or the we don't have as much information on it as we think that we do because we don't really know the effects of one concussion. You know, we don't know the effects of two concussions, and this man has had three concussions in an NFL season. And an NFL season is not even 365 days. It's not a calendar year. It is over a, the course of several months, and he's going out here getting hit. Um Listen, for us, we want them to play, but we want our teams to win. But it's not such a, a beautiful story when two is 32 years old and he can't remember how to drive home. He can't remember where he lives or what his kid's first name is. You know what I'm saying? We want them to do the things to entertain us, but I think that they're more that their health is a little bit more important than what we as fans want, what they want to do to kind of prove their ego. Mr. J, why, bruh? We talking about something. We don't care. Nobody cares about Patrick Queen right now. We're talking about some serious stuff here. But yes, uh, Attitude Pop, I think that Tua should just shut it down for good. Like, listen, and if he did, everyone would understand. So, yeah, he needs to retire. Yeah, for sure. And like Coach said, uh, Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck was the top of his game, and he was, he decided to retire because he was he said, you know, your health is more important. Um, we all, like you said, we all love and want these players to play, but sometimes you just got to learn to walk away. So, thanks. All right. Nothing else? You said DQ. We all know when you say Dairy Queen, you mean Patrick Queen. We know this. We're not stupid. We're not stupid. We don't have CTE. Um, anything, anything from you, Yolanda? Anything from you, Shug? Anything from that, from the, uh, from the chat? Because you got 30 seconds, and I'm about to shut this thing down. If you don't hurry up and get it out. Well, thank you so much for having me this one and only time. It was fun. I appreciate it. Um, for all of those who are here, thanks so much for hanging out with us. 
hit like, you know, if you're new, hit the subscribe button. If you like the yeah. content, hit the like button. It doesn't matter whatever you do, just hit a button. Thanks. Right. Yes, it was Mike Webster. Mike Webster, the center for the Steelers. That's the guy okay. I was talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy, it does suck that he has a coach who believes in him finally and building the offense around him. But listen, uh, Steve Ross, Steve Ross is preparing for Lamar Jackson. But that's all it was. Two was just warming the seat up. He's listen. Stephen Ross wanted um he wanted Lamar before the draft when we drafted him. He wanted him then. Then you take the struggles of Tua. Now you put Tua's future in jeopardy. Oh yeah, I mean it's sad that uh, they built this offense and now Tua looks like a, a capable, competent quarterback. But Lamar's gonna look amazing. Facts. Amazing. Yeah, I I like D Weezy's comment. Thanks. Chug. You you mad? You want a Shug name because he likes somebody comment? I just uh, said his name. All I did was say Shug. <laughs> Infer with it what you will. Wow. Wow. All right. So once again, thank you all for being here. I thank you, Yolanda, for hanging out with us for this stream. You say it's one and only. Yes. I don't believe you. I don't believe you, but it is what it is. Listen, whatever makes you feel better and what helps you sleep at night, touche. Um, Shug, you know, always a pleasure. I'm pretty sure I will be seeing you Tuesday. At yeah, nine. Probably. Yeah. yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Myself and Brodney will probably be seeing you Tuesday. So, you know, it is. Most likely. Be. Yeah, That'll be great. Likely. I mean, oh, no. And if Yolanda wants to take this time to... to being officially invited because it still is it still is rivalry week you know we're talking about it now so it still is raven Steelers week so you can just uh you know slide on over a couple of days from now oh no unfortunately i have to follow the ravens mentality that you get 24 hours to mourn the loss <laughs> and then after that you got to put it behind you and focus on the next week and the next team so by tuesday by virtue of the 24 hour rule we'll be well beyond that limit so but we'll also be talking about week 18. So there you go. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, about that. Let me have my people call your people sometime this week and I'll, I'll let you know. All right. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, make, make, make sure those people know where to get, get at me, Yolanda. Please. Yeah, please do. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. All right, Shook. Let the people know where they can find you. Well, once again, thank you, Hendo, for having me on. Uh, you guys can find me at Shugnight323 on Twitter and uh, TikTok. You can also find me at Shugnight1323 on Twitch, where I'm usually uh, streaming video games or playing magic tournaments. Uh, and you can, you know, make sure to see me on Tuesday, Still Conspiracy. Uh, we talk Ravens and Steelers. And then Friday night is Late Night with Shugnight, uh, where I bring on a guest or two. We just talk about different things. Uh, this week I'll be having on Taylor Cleek. Uh, he ran some podcasts, a uh, horror podcast, and mm. he was part of the movie Trivia Schmodown as a player. Uh, so it's going to be fun to talk to him and, uh, you know, have good some good conversations. So check that out. Uh, come hang out with us Friday and Tuesday. Really appreciate everybody being here. Thank you for the follows. Thank you for the likes. Make sure to like this stream. Make sure to share it. Have a, uh, And Yolanda, thank you for coming on. Like I said, you, you've been a breath of fresh air on here. Thanks. You've been simply amazing. Uh, so thank you for coming and hanging out with us. Uh Yolanda, is there any anything you any parting words or any places you don't want people to find you? 
Right. I am unsearchable. I'm not okay. findable. But okay. I just want to wish everyone a very happy new year. I know this is now we're well beyond New Year's Day, but um, I wish you all the best. And Shug, again, to your team, congratulations. Enjoy it because next year it's going to be a different story. That's assuming Lamar stays with the Ravens. But if he doesn't, hey, I'm not going to be a Ravens fan anymore. I'm going, I'm going wherever he goes. But um, thank you so much, Hendo, for having me. Thank you Indeed. to Shug. I appreciate it. And thank you all so much for, for uh, staying up this late at night, early hours in the morning to chat about this uh, Ravens disaster of a game. Indeed. Listen, like they said, I appreciate you all. Listen, some of y'all been rocking with us since 8 o'clock this yeah, evening. Thanks. We are into a next day. I want to say happy anniversary to this channel. Um, I posted my first video on January the 2nd of last year when I took my brother to a, the Ravens Steelers game and took him to his first football game. And that's where this channel got started. And I appreciate everyone for helping me grow everyone for sticking with me through the good and the bad um hopefully i'm giving y'all the content that y'all want hopefully i'm improving as a show host you know my only goal is to get better get the people what they want um next week ravens finale appreciate you b next week ravens finale uh, i have surprises that i'm giving away like i said a jersey possibly and something else that i gotta order i have to wait for it to come but you know, I got some things planned for y'all. You know, 2023 is going to be a whole new year. Try some different things. Try to improve. Try to be better. Uh, try to collaborate with some different people more. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. But once again, appreciate you all being here. It's time for us to get up out of here. Like I said, and like I always Mike. tell you. Mike. Yay, yay. Mike. Yay, yay. Yeah. We weren't supposed to do that, Mike. That's what I'm talking about. So, you know, you let Mike know when you're available to come on OTL with Mike. I'll think of a topic for y'all to talk about, but, you know, we'll get into that and add to the stream. Um, listen, once again, if you want to become a patron, be a part of some of this, hop on over to patreon.com forward slash R O U G, get some good perks. Um, even after the live stream, sometimes, who knows? Tonight, we might hang out till 2, 3 o'clock in the morning talking about whatever. I don't know yet. Come join the fun. Um, hey, I love y'all. Appreciate y'all. Remember, always think for yourself. Formulate your own opinions. Never give into conformity. Stand on your own two feet is what I'm saying. Don't follow them per patrollers. Get your own thoughts. And most importantly, be somebody important. Be yourself. Until next time, y'all. We out. Take care, Flock.